0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. My man Ray, what's up?
2: Dog, everything up, man. I, I just... <laughs> I told you, every time I connect with you, everything is up. So I'm doing good, man. Running around, running around, chasing these kids and, uh, loving
1: life, working and, and yeah, just getting things done. What about you? Uh, I got a lot going on, a lot of traveling coming up and, uh, have been busy, 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 but, uh, I love what I'm doing. I love, you know, it's funny because you and I both talk about this all the time. If you love what you're doing in your life, you don't really think of it as work. You just think of it as I get to be a part of this. And that's why for me, I want so many of our listeners to pursue their passions. Because when you pursue your passion, you actually get to do what you love. And it's not work. It's fun. So I love what I'm doing. Doc, you know what's funny? Um, uh, somebody
2: asked me that the other day, and it was really interesting because, you know, I get this all the time. Like, you know, do I miss it? Do I miss the game? And I, I would I, I never want a lot of people. I can't miss the game because I gave everything I had to the game. Mm. And I can tell you from my heart, I just miss totally just miss what it meant to have a brotherhood of commitment.
1: hmm. Here, you know, so I literally, I've just been talking to these players. I work with the University of Pittsburgh football team and, uh, I've been talking about how when you give everything, you don't regret. Like if you literally, if you give everything and you walk away from something, you will not have regrets. I can't I can't I mean you epitomize it because walking away is the greatest and saying, look, I gave every single thing I gave, that's why you don't miss it, because you gave everything to it. But I think the lesson for people, for our listeners, is this if you give everything to what you're doing, you're not gonna regret that. You'll regret not doing it, but you'll regret you'll never regret actually putting yourself out there.
2: No, I, I want you to understand something. I want you to really understand something. Because I want because I want our listeners to understand this. But you must appreciate this first, right? And that is, imagine this, right? Imagine this. So I wrote this the other night, right? Every second of life gives us a moment. Right? There's moments in life. In every moment, there are two things that has equal opportunity to it. And those two things are opportunity and regret. Mm. There's no way around these moments. These moments, give you an example. My oldest son is 22 years old. I've been driving South Florida 1995 from Baltimore to Florida, from Florida to Orlando. I mean, from Orlando to Miami, from Miami to Orlando. I've driven it over 150 times because of I never wanted to regret not being there as a father. Yeah. So, 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 so the moments of people always asking me, Man, you be on the road all the time, man, you always driving. And I'm saying to myself, if you knew what was on the
1: other end of my destination. Mm. <laughs> the, that's so powerful because what's on yeah. the other end of other, what that's so powerful because what's on the other end of people's <laughs> destinations it, for each person out there is so, is worth so much more than what most people can see. That's why for you to value fatherhood, to value what you're doing is so important because you say, listen, I'm going to put him first. I'm going to put all my kids first so that I'm going to go do. It doesn't matter what I have to do. I'm going to go do whatever it takes because this is what this is what matters to me.
2: Okay, Doc. Okay, Doc. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. The one thing that most people if, if you watch a big crowd of people, right, no matter where it is, no matter what big city it is, most of those people are being driven and controlled by fear. Most of those people,
1: yeah, right? Yeah
2: n- Most of those people have not written written down what we talk about all the time, a vision which ultimately leads to a destination which ultimately leads to an obligation ultimately leads to now i must do something to get all of this done i i i i I can't i can't just leave it oh my gosh i want somebody to get this because you said it earlier when you are doing what you love you want to know what your destination looks like (laughs) that's why that's why you got to enjoy the journey because the destination takes care of itself Me going to see my son this Friday, I know what that destination is. But the preparation of me packing my bag, me looking at myself in the mirror saying, no, I'm not going out to do anything else but travel to see my son stand on the sideline. And oh, just in case you didn't know, the thing that still sits inside my spirit because I was never or had the chance for my father to ever come to one of my games. So when I'm standing there next to my son's. And when I'm standing on the sideline next to my sons, Doc, the, we have to find out
1: what drives our passion. Mm. That's what th- we got to figure out. But no, and, and here, here's, here's what I love about, you always talk about write it down. And so I talk to young people all the time and I say, listen, and I use you as an example. I say, if you want to talk about the ultimate level of success, and you literally look at what Ray Lewis has done he has written down that vision and let me break it down to what i'm doing even tomorrow so tomorrow i'm going out to speak at a women's prison that i've never i never had an opportunity to speak at before so to, even to know where i'm going i need to map quest it right i need to look at the map and find out exactly what are the directions where am i going and in the moment everything i do has meaning and when i i pulled up map quest and i looked at where am i going it hit me on a deeper level because I thought, isn't this true with life? Like we can't just say, oh, I want to be successful. What does successful look like? If you say I want to be successful, what does that look like? And you have to map quest it. You have to put it out and say exactly what is it? How do I get to where I want to be? And and we talk about it, Ray, you've talked about this. You've taught this for years. When you talk about where you want to be and then how do you want to get there? Because so many people say, I want this level but they're not willing to do what it takes. But once you understand what it's willing to take, then you can actually start pursuing it.
2: Doc, let me tell you something. So I spoke, in, uh, I spoke at Jessup Jail um, the other day, um, last Thursday in Baltimore, and uh, and actually last Wednesday. And I spoke to about, you know, 200 inmates, um, you know, some lifers, um, and then mo- some of them, majority of them, you know, getting out, in in five or li- or less years, and I I'm, I made every one of them do something. Um, I took the mic and I went in the crowd because I, I love to. I got to be in the crowd. I, yeah. I you know I'm not gonna stand behind no podium. I mean look, <laughs> I need I need to touch you. I need to look at you. I need to <laughs> let you know, right? And and one thing I asked every one of them. I said, raise your hand if you got kids. Mm. And every one of them raised their hand, Doc. And I said, if you got kids, then what you doing in here? Mm. I'm not letting you, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to let you off the hook today. Because if you're in here, that means somebody else is raising your kids. Mm. That means you've totally forgotten your obligation. You've totally forgotten what you're supposed to be here for. If you have a title and that title is father, then you got a duty. Oh, my gosh. Listen, man, today is a special day because I want to give people something to practice the next 30 days. Instead of getting in everybody else's business, I want you to write down five duties that you have five duties. And for the next 30 days, let's see if we can master what those duties are, whether it's a father, whether it's a mother, whether it's a leader, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a helper, whether it's a creator, whatever it is. You gotta figure that out because if we don't know our duties, doc, I'm listening. I'm looking at all these dudes raising their hands. Doc, some of these dudes, 20, 25 or, or under, doc, with kids. So who raises them? Yeah. We we've, we've forgotten the duty, and that's what I'm talking about with, with with writing these things down, writing the vision down. Take your imagination and expand your imagination. We have to stop wasting time. There is no more time. The no. only time we got, the only time we got is the time that you apply because the time that you don't use, I guarantee you some called wasted
1: time. I, I got to write that down. The only time that you have is the time, the only time you have is the time that you apply. Um, I love that because last night, uh, my daughter and I invented uh, indoor racquetball or basement racquetball. We call it basement racquetball. It's a different version of racquetball, right? This is, this is not what's out there. This is just my daughter and me going down in the basement and hitting a and tennis ball, some rackets, and having some fun. And I think every father out there, every mother out there, every person out there who is a parent, who has a child, can look and say, Look, when I go home tonight, when I leave, when I'm done listening to this podcast tonight, what can I do to go home and actually spend that time? Because you know, you have talked about the power of not having a father there for you throughout your life, and why you've wanted to be driven to be such a father. I talk about how my father has been there for me for my entire life, which is also what drives me to want to be a great father. So whatever you're doing out there, I think it's important to be able to say, get home, get home, have a vision, make it clear. How can you guide your children? And I think for me, Ray, one of the best ways is to start spending time. And I don't care what that is. If it's made up racquetball in your basement, whatever it is, spend the time. that 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 is it's, okay. So
2: sports, life, work, parenthood, um, mentorship, leadership, it all still falls upon the one criteria, which is consistency. Mm. that's every one of them follows that one model you must be consistent to be good at any of those things
1: yes yes
2: so you must have, so so oh my gosh so so one of the things that I, when i spoke in the prison one of the things you know that I, I kept going back to is that we we have we we have choices we have choices every second of our lives yes and majority of the choices that becomes important to us, we never take time to actually think about. Mm. <laughs> and, and what you don't realize is once you make a choice, Doc, you can't look, you can't go backwards. No. They, you, you, right. You can't undo it. You can't. But it's the same. It's the same mistake that whether you're incarcerated or whether you are in the world and you in prison by your mind. It's the same mistake you make of
1: not practicing the roles of consistency. Yeah. Consistency of what your foundation is. So, you know, Ray, my four C's of parenting are the same four C's that I talk about with coaches, that I talk about in business and life. My four C's of parenting have always been choices, consequences, consistency, and compassion. In other words, you have a choice in life, but you have to understand that every choice has a consequence, and if I'm a parent, if I'm a coach, if I'm in charge, if I'm a parental figure, then I'm going to follow through with consistency. Whatever I say, whatever the consequence is, I'm going to be consistent with it, but I'm going to do it with compassion because my job ultimately is to teach you. So that really falls in line. We all, You and I, were always falling in line on the same page. We could come from two completely different ideas of what we want to talk about, but we end up on the same page. Choices, consequences, consistency, compassion, ray. It's what I call my four C's.
2: That doc. Oh man. I, I those are the things that we've totally I, I left a jail cell and Jessup and I went to speak to these kids, this football team for the Hall of Fame, and introduce uh this app and stuff, this brain app that I have, Roberto app. Tell me about and that. Well, that's that's why I was going, because the consistency of what the Roberto app teaches um, and you can go online to pull it up um, It's Mr. Roberto app, Roberto app. And and it's a brain game. And it's and and what it does is that it shows you where you're strong and where you're weak. But you know what? But you but you know what it teaches me every time I do it? It teaches me that if I want to actually grow and make my brain work, make it work and not die, then I have to use my brain and I cannot use my brain for the everyday things that does nothing to stimulate my brain. Social media does not stimulate your brain. Social media actually dumbs down the subconscious mind. Yeah. It takes the back of your brain and it sets it down because you don't have to think. To entertain if you want to be a follower or somebody who likes things. Yeah. yeah. You gotta expand. Your your brain gotta expand. And so what I did was I gave I gave my app, I gave this whole platform to this entire football team. Um and the name will come up in a minute of their team, because it's the cutest little name ever. Um and but but and I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm watching two totally different perspectives. I'm coming from a jail cell of people who've given up their entire lives. I'm coming down to the lower tier, 10 years, or, 10 years or younger. And I'm saying do from any one of those who has a foundation that can, can that that can 100% bring you consistency. Mm. What's your foundation? That's what I was asking the kids. What's your foundation? Oh, cause I just want to be the best. Cause I'm faster than anybody. Okay, well, it's gonna be a lot of fast kids out there. You know, it's gonna be. It's going You know, I mean, I'm the strongest Well, It's gonna be a lot of strong kids out there. <laughs> you know, what's that? One, right. It's like what's that one thing? What's that one tangible that separates you? Yeah. And, when, and from the jail cell to the to the to the Peewee League's football fields, when you hear what's been lost, what's lost is nobody has a consistent plan that they write down. Yeah, that's what the whole point of today is about that we that we're trying to get back to a consistent plan of what that looks like of, of 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 going into what me and you talked about. How many people you think before the week starts actually hit their reset button? Yeah. Right. When you're when you're when your phone is going crazy and you're sending texts and you're going through all these things, what they tell you to do if you got an iPhone, hold down this button, hold down two buttons and reboot it. Yes. start over
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> and then you to start over let's do this let's take a quick break when we come back let's talk about how to reset because i think that's one of the most important things ray you talked about it on a daily basis when you told me the other day it's about a daily basis it's about a weekly basis we need to reset so let's take a quick break and we will reset right after this stick with us
0: this show is supported by state farm insurance is a part of any solid financial plan Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. Talk to your local agent today.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, we're talking about preparation. We're talking about, I mean, listen, We in life we need to hit a restart button sometimes because we need to prepare ourselves. We need to prepare our brains for the world. Ray, you're talking about this Roberto app, which is available. I definitely know it's available on the Google Store. That's for sure on the Google Apps. It's a six-minute brain health checkup by RC21X. So if you're out there, listen, look at, look that up on, on, on the Google apps. Roberto, the six minute brain health checkup by RC21X. It's free in the app store. Look, I, I think anytime you're talking about, and this is, this is what I love is your pursuit is to try to help people so that they can have brain health. I mean, when we're mindlessly playing video games, now I could definitely go off. You talk about social media all the time. I could definitely go off on people playing video games, especially the violent video games, because I can't tell you how many times through the years people have asked me, do those make kids violent, do those increase kids' violence, and yes, they absolutely do. If you're going to put violence in your mind, that's what you're going to have. So I like that you're out there doing this with this app where you're increasing people's brain health. That's huge. How would you get involved with that?
2: Oh, dog, let me tell you, I... um. A friend of mine called me and knew that I was, you know, always trying to, you know, help these kids just try to figure it out. Um, you know, what's the next step? Um, and then, you know, one of the things, interesting things that came up was, you know, how the medical side of life was, you know, just introducing all of this medication to kids who who may be over hyper at times, you know, yeah. and and just have regular kid problems, you know, and, and but they're going right to medicine immediately. And so I've always had a problem with that. And so a friend of mine came to me and said, I think this would really be something you're interested in. And Clarence, who's one of the founders uh, of it, is is really, um, um, Gus Farad is involved in it as well. Um, but it, it's, it's a good thing, Doc, when you see it and you see the transformation Of a kid actually doing something on a computer that is going to help and save his life you know and when I say save his life I'm talking about save his life from the stresses of of depression and and just giving up so quickly Um, and this app is just really creative like I said I, I, I would challenge people to really go on and try this app because it's something that I think can start to help parents out because parents can now monitor their kids. Once they go on this app, they can monitor this, their kids and see where their kids are lacking at. So they don't necessarily have to always wait for the school or the teacher to say, well, he's not good in this. He's not good in that. Well, guess what? I can find that out about my kid every day. And if you make this kid take this thing every day, then you're talking about a whole nother ball game. And that's kind of what my excitement, um, the kids that that I even went down and spoke to was, uh, I'm, you know, I'm in Baltimore, so there was about an hour or so away in Baltimore and Hagerstown. Yeah. And so it was really, I mean, most beautiful kids ever. There was Hagerstown uh, Youth Football Hubs. And I, I'm starting to do this partnership with Dick Sporting Goods um, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame Championships to actually partner. Because I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to merge to where we take this thing national and take this thing nationwide. You know, a lot of coaches and people and fans – they only look at oh can he run fast can he jump high you know and and I get it I get it but if you think about if you can create a better man then ultimately you create a better athlete if you can, if you can create a better young adult then you'll create a better adult when they get to that point And that's what I think this brain has the ability to do. Well,
1: I'm looking at it, and I what I really really like about it is you get to practice playing the game. You establish your normal range, which is really if you're looking at trying to improve, you have to understand where you are. So let's take this to sports. Every person out there who wants to have uh, a max, and they want to max out on a particular lift. So let's say the bench press, right? That's a pretty standard max. So you say... Well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna max out on your bench press, first thing you have to do is figure out what is your bench press. So you go ahead and you, you lift as much as you can lift and you establish, okay, what is my normal range? And then you're gonna keep monitoring your progress as you go through and you continue to lift to find out if you're getting stronger. And the thing I like what you did with this app and what people are doing with this is you're establishing the normal range, but then you're monitoring the progress as it goes on. So look, so many people think there's nothing that can be done. Your brain is what your brain is, but that's so not true. We have understood and we under, we understand now in 2017 that there is um, what's called neurogenesis, which is the creation of new neural pathways in our brain, and the more we practice things with our brain, the sharper our brain gets. So I love that you're doing that, Ray. The Roberto and any anybody with, a, with an iPhone out there or probably any other kind of phone as well, but Roberto, the 6-Minute Brain Health App by RC21X. I love that. I love what you're doing with that. Listen, we're talking about constant improvement all the time, and then at some point we get to a point where we improve so much we get to be the best of the best. And there's something I want to do on this podcast. That I've wanted to do for a while. And I'm really excited for our listeners because I would like an inside look from Ray Lewis on some people who were the strongest, fastest, had the best arm strength, all that kind of stuff. So after this break, we're going to come back. Ray, I'm going to ask you about how do people get to this level? How, who, I'm going to have to hit, well, I'm
2: going to have to hit my reset button because I don't know all that stuff that you're going to ask me. So I'm just hit this reset button, and I'll be ready for when we get back.
1: <laughs> so reset. You guys reset out there, too, and we'll be right back after this. All right, we're back. We have talked about, you know, we're talking about increasing, changing who you are. You've got to have a plan. You've got to be consistent. You've got to make it clear. We're talking about this reset button. It's funny because... Years ago, um, I had a student who I, I asked, I invited all my counseling students to come up with a new technique that week. And as one student came back and she said, she brought a sticker and it was called the reset button. And she said, This is a reset button. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this up in my office. She was a school counselor, and she said, I'm going to tell the kids, if you ever need to just hit the reset button, just hit the reset button, start over. And it's the same idea that you texted me about earlier this week. Sometimes in life, we just need to hit the reset button. Things are going a certain way in our lives, and we don't like how they're going. Guess what? We always have the ability and the power to hit the reset button. And right right before the break, you hit the reset button because I'm about to ask you some questions about sports. Because we're (laughs) tackling, right?
2: (laughs) Oh man. Okay, Doc. Let's go. I I I hit my reset button while we took our break, everybody. I took her here because I don't know what doc's about to ask me. He texted me today, I told him I didn't know what he was trying to ask me. So let's find out. Let's go, Doc. All right, all right, all right. So here's
1: my first question for you. Uh I you know, I love love throwing the football. I one of my favorite things was throwing the football with my dad growing up. So my question to you is, who could throw the ball farther than anyone you ever saw? So I mean, I'm talking about. I don't know if it's a quarterback. I don't know if it was a. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Give it to yep, me. Yeah, I got it.
2: He was. uh His name is Jason Mitchell. He was probably one of the most athletic person people I've ever met in my life. He was a high school quarterback. He played. He he was a he was a cross rival. Played in Lakeland um um, um he, he he was at lakeland i was at kathleen okay and i we we convinced him to come play with us um my senior year so him and another dude named steve franklin but jason mitchell man six six quarterback four four forty i mean threw a ball doc i'm not exaggerating when i tell you this this man on his knees can probably throw a ball 70, 80 yards. <laughs> God, he used to do it at practice. He used to do it at practice so much, man. Wow. And, and I'm telling you, t- to this day, I've never saw nobody who threw a ball as for this, and more accurately as Jason Mitchell. <laughs>
1: That's amazing because I'm gonna tell you, Ray. Listen, I wanna. I, I kind of wanted. Well, never mind. I wanted to tell you. I was all excited. I was gonna be like, "Hey, Ray's gonna be really impressed with this." The other day in uh, pregame, uh, before the game, I, I throw the ball with some of the some of the players, and one of the young men, he came out and he was throwing ball. He said, "You wanna throw with me?" So I started throwing with him, and he said, "Man, I didn't know you could throw the ball. I thought being as big as you are, I didn't think you were gonna be able to throw." I said, "Listen." When I was young, I could throw the ball seventy yards. I was thinking I was gonna impress you with that, Ray. But uh, I mean, I know I can't doc, throw it. Right you still impress me, Doc. I mean, you, you ain't you ain't built like nobody that can just chunk it seventy. <laughs> but this kid, but I mean, to hear Jason Mitchell be able to throw it on his knees 70, 80 eighty yards—that's phenomenal. He used to do
2: it. He used to do it every practice. man. Wow. I'm telling you, he was one of the most gifted athletes I think I ever played
1: with in my career. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So listen, yeah. I got some couple. I got a couple athletic questions I'm asking you. So just be ready. So hold on, hit reset. Okay. Alright, here okay. you go. Res- besides <laughs> you, so you're not in this equation. I want to know because I've <laughs> a. We all know this is. I, I'm not biased or anything. I know. I don't care how much I love you. The fact is, I'm not biased. You lift stronger than anybody I've ever seen in my life. I know you're a machine. I know you're one of the greatest motivators in the world. What I want to question if besides you. Who have you ever seen lift like a machine in the weight room like just like the, the the approaches it maybe even if not your level someone similar like who would you say that dude's a machine in the weight room
2: Man I'm gonna go I'm gonna go all the way back to the person who introduced me to what like working and working out was and that was Benny Thompson Benny Thompson I- Benny Thompson, man, played with the Cleveland for a while, man, just a, I mean, just a special team's demon, man. And Doc, I came in as a rookie in 1996, and he used to always call me UPS, right? Because he said I was always a special delivery. I was was always going to bring a plate, right? When you didn't think about it, I was going to make a plate. And i never forget, man. He used to be in the weight room, Doc, every morning at 6 a.m., before practice. Mm. And I used to look at him and I used to be like, man, what, what in the world? How are you in here every day? <laughs> and he was like, meet me in here. And I went in there and I watched the way that man trained. And from that moment, I'm telling you, Doc, it forever changed my perspective. Really? I was like, I got, I have so much to do. And this is just the beginning. But I mean that's and I'm talking about that old school working out to where if we on practice field at 845, if he's starting at six, he's finishing at eight. He wow. got a forty-five minute break before he go to practice. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm I'm telling you, man, that dude right here, that guy, that guy taught me something that he'll never know how much I appreciated. Him showing me that. Can
1: you remember yeah. like a workout or a type of exercise that he did that kind of blew you away? That was like, <clears throat> oh man, like I. Yeah, heck yeah! One of the
2: things I used to hate the most, I ain't believe that man would. I didn't. Ne- I never believed that he would stay on the stairmaster for sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like straight incline. Wow. On the whole, and I get on there and I'm like, man, are we gonna stay at the highest at the <laughs> highest <laughs> the entire time and i mean he got three sweatshirts on and i'm like man what is going and doc i'm telling you man his he had just so many ways to to train and lift and his lifting his lifting was even crazier sometimes so i mean i think it was just a combination of things but I, but i'm telling you i saw i saw work and, and and the one thing i i didn't see was i didn't see nobody said i didn't see no signs say you can't and so that's what made me try. Like cuz I saw it was just work.
1: You and saw it was no,
2: possible. I saw it was
1: possible, man. So so I saw. What I like about that is I literally just told the team uh this past week about how you never wore sleeves and how you were able to I said like even on even I, I when I would hang out with Ray, I could see him in the cold weather and he'd be like, I'm just gonna tell myself like I'm a furnace. or you'd just start to say something that would make you that like you, you accepted it. You didn't fight against it. And so I'm guessing that this that, that Benny Thompson kind of influenced you when he had those three sweatshirts on to just accept it, to not fight against that heat, to not fight against what the what was, but to just not, accept it. You know what? That, that and, and you know, and of course that was one of the
2: lessons and you know, I wrote in my book, you know, that I gave people about, you know, sooner or later the only way to really defeat pain is recognize the pain exists. Yeah. Right? Once you recognize it exists, then it's no more of a shocker. Like right. it can't trick you no more. Or nobody can ever hurt you with it again. That's the one thing about pain. You know, people try to make you keep remembering your past only to only to try to reflame your pain. But that's yeah. a lie. That's a lie. Every rep that you do, that rep is over. Every step that you take towards life, that step is gone, it's behind you, it's done. Every mistake you done made in your past, it's already done. It's over. It's in the record books. Mm. The only thing you can do is write your future and learn
1: from your past. And that's what I learned from Benny Thompson. Great question. I love that. All right. Okay. I got another one. I got more for you. All right. I want to know this. (laughs) Who was the strongest person you ever played with? I don't care. What position, who was the strongest person you ever played with? Man, you know who was one of the strongest Little, little,
2: uh, I used to call him like a tree stump. <laughs> Seriously, was Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal, fullback for many years, Tennessee, came to us. Man, he was just, oh my gosh. He was one dude that I, you won't hear me say this often, but this, he was one dude that I knew I, I didn't like playing against him. Because I knew what it was all about playing against him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was pure. If you take a half a second break and you wonder about anything else, but dealing with him coming through an A and B gap, that's a bad day. That's <laughs> a <laughs> bad day. Oh my God! And he was one of the strongest men ever in my life. And I used to just sit there sometimes and say, "Man, I cannot believe that this dude is this strong." And still to this day, you know, of course we became friends, we played together in Baltimore his last few years of playing, but man, I'm talking about just strong as a brother. Lorenzo was a very, very, very
1: strong version. Lorenzo yeah. Neal, a fullback. Yeah. Yep, fullback. Fullback. So that's why he had to come straight at straight at you. That's pretty oh, impressive. man, if Somebody And that was old school.
2: And that was old school, doc. If you don't know nothing about football, that's when football, was, when. that's when they was averaging 40 carries a game. Wow. Right. That's when, that's when I'm in a division with, with, with Fred Taylor, Corey Dillon, Eddie George, Jerome Bettis. I'm playing them twice a year.
1: Yeah. And yeah, Jerome was somebody. big. Jerome was big. Yeah. So Lorenzo is that strong knowing how yeah. big Jerome was.
2: So tell somebody I ain't short of my career
1: playing with all those lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the old school lions who are actual lions. Alright, so I got another question for you. Who was the biggest? I mean, cause we talk about football. I've said I've said this before. I was like, listen, you don't understand Ray's big. Like I'm I'm two forty five. I'm like, but Ray's like a perfect two forty-five. <laughs> We're a whole different two forty-five. And by the way, yeah, I'm down to two forty five, so I like that. But, uh, you like how I sneaked that I, in there, huh, Ray?
2: I, I knew that was why you brought that up. You know it. Ahead.
1: Cause I sneaked it in there. I'm down. I'm below <laughs> two. I'm consistently below 250 nowadays. <laughs> so that's why I sneaked it in there. But anyway, we're a whole, I'm a whole different 245 than Ray is. And then, but you, but the, so I want to know this. Who, and people all the time, they ask, how big is he? I'm like, no, Ray's bit like big, big cause there's no fat on him. So he's big. My question to you is, who's the biggest, Person, biggest human being you've ever been around, period. I, I want to know who's maybe on probably the probably uh it's, it's three of them.
2: It's uh, Yao Ming, Shaq, and George Murrison.
1: Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> I can't Nia imagine how big Shaq is. I can't imagine Nia, in person. Me and Jordan. Me and, me and George
2: Wilson was just hanging out. We had a cigar in DC not too long ago. And George, every time George walked in, there, he always said, "Ray, let me take a picture with you." And I said, "Well, let me get on. Let me get on top of the damn table, then." <laughs> How tall is he? I man, I want to say George about seven, I don't know. George way over seven foot. George <laughs> yeah. maybe about seven three, seven four. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then Shaq, because we're we've been friends for so long, um, I never forget the big the, the one thing about a big person, and it was the funniest thing ever to ever see Shaquille O'Neal. I want somebody to write in on TNT while basketball is started, and all I want you to ask Shaq is ask Shaq to do the Ray Lewis dance for you one time, man. <laughs> Doc, let me tell you something. He got the whole dance down. I'm telling you, he's so big, but he dips into it, and he comes up. Oh, man, but probably those three guys was probably the biggest guys I've ever been around in my life.
1: Listen, George Murison is 7'7". Yes, 7'7". 7'7". Oh, my goodness.
2: Man, I be looking up at him, man. Like, wow. Like, what's all up there? What can you see? Do you
1: see heaven? <laughs> can you touch heaven? <laughs> I got two more athletic questions. It's tackling life. Okay. I'm asking you two more athletic questions. One, right. my okay. but this one is who's the fastest? I'm gonna give you my opinion, and you just tell me. I mean, you obviously you know, but I don't know. But I I feel like I used to love watching Michael Vick play because I felt like he was the fastest human being I ever saw run who who for you who was the fastest person you ever saw
2: man bro you may yeah Vic was uh, Vic was super super quick just super <laughs> just super quick my goodness but when I tell you pure 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 like dynamic speed man Fred Taylor Fred Taylor, what? Oh my! Doc played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Doc, let me tell you, this was the best running back. I don't care what nobody says. You look at Fred num Fred Taylor numbers and touches, and Fred Taylor ain't considered in the Hall of Fame. Doc, let me tell you something, man. Fred, I want you to if you if you a real football fan, I want you to go back, and if you want to watch a back that has every skill you are supposed to have. Freddie T, Freddie T, that's a home man, a brother for life. But I'm telling you, man, one of the greatest competitors I've ever competed against in my life. But when I tell you just pure breakaway speed, we used to have a rule. We call it the Fred Taylor rule. Do not peek inside. <laughs> if you if you peek inside <laughs> and he see that door open and he get out that back gate. We got DBs ain't catching him. <laughs> ain't nobody catching him. And, man, I'm telling you, man, Freddie T got on us so, so many times, man. He got on us in Baltimore. Lord Jesus. I think he hit his head on the goalpost. Oh, my God! I'm goodness. still looking at him run, But it, it was probably Freddie, man. Freddie was, you know, and, and I'm just talking about from a person that I competed against, um, you know, most because to see Dion run, is, I, I've never seen that like that in my life. Mm. To see Derrick Green run, I've never seen nothing like this in my life. Wow! It's just certain people I've seen run
1: that it's like it's poetry. It's poetry watching yeah. those guys run.
2: Yeah. So and you
1: played against like and you played against Vic, right? I mean, you played against him.
2: Yeah, we had the same rule with Vic: do not peek inside. <laughs> not
1: peek inside. But I love that you call it the Fred Taylor rule. So it's a Fred Taylor. Yes, video. Fred
2: Taylor. Fred T- rule. My. <laughs> Fred T- rule. I love that. That boy gave me so many. That boy gave me so many headaches. You know, they used to say, are you scared of anybody? I'm like, I ain't scared of nobody. But boy, somebody that worries me a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. This is the inside. This is the inside thing. This is fun. This is straight fun. So I got one more question for you. Final question for you for today, for this. I love this. Pure athleticism. It's so much fun. Like how many people get to ask Ray Lewis these questions? All right. Who was the most impressive all-around athlete that you ever played with or against, whatever, whatever you want? Played or all around, most impressive all-around athlete?
2: And you're talking about high school, college, football, anything? Anywhere,
1: anywhere. I want to know, people you encountered in your life that you'd be like, man, this was the most impressive all-around athlete.
2: I still say it to this day. It was a dude in my hometown in Lakeland, and his name was Monkey Man.
1: Monkey Man.
2: (laughs) Cedric (laughs) Irvin. Absolutely. Monkey Man. (laughs) Not Irvin. Not Irvin. uh, Not Irvin. Um, It'll come to me. Cedric. All I know
1: right now is his name's Cedric, <laughs> and he's amazing. Yeah, monkey, man, just, monkey man. Because if you're saying monkey man, all you, know, you need
2: to know is monkey man.
1: Monkey man, and his name's Cedric, man. and 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 this is man. from your hometown. And what was so impressive? What did you see about
2: everything? Him? Everything. There was nothing he could not do. There was nothing he couldn't do. There was not. You couldn't outrun him. You can't beat him in basketball. You can't beat him in football. <laughs> you can't. You can't beat him in touch. You can't beat him in high go seek. You can't beat him in nothing, Doc. I'm telling you, man. This kid was the most athlete, and and that's why his name was Monkey Man because he was so gifted. He 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 could do anything, anything. God, oh my gosh, God Himself. I don't, I you know, his man. his story did not end well. Um, you know, because he got caught up in the, just a bunch of stuff, man, just a bunch of stuff. But I'm telling you, I I have. I have never witnessed a, a, a more complete athlete, and the only and the only other one that I would say from my pro my pro career was Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson. That's one person. You do you don't realize how athletic Rod Woodson really is, but for Rod Woodson to be a sprint champ, I'm talking about Olympic time sprint champ,
1: mm.
2: right? I'm talking about black belt. It's oh,
1: wow. listen,
2: man, his, his knowledge and the way he trained and and the way he controlled his body that now, you know, and, and I know you always say who is the most, but it's always different levels. Right. Right. Because who's the most? Because I if I would go to monkey man in high school, I would go to Warren Sapp in college because yeah. I've never saw nothing. I've never saw nothing so dominant in my life.
1: Because he was I so big and him. so uh, so, athletic. I've never
2: seen this. I mean, I'm telling you, Sap was 276 80 pounds. Sap dunking a basketball backwards anytime time he get ready. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you, if you That's ever saw this crazy. man calves, man, you will think they two just just hind legs of a bow that just 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 tucked in. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, I witnessed some raw athleticism. And then when you got to the league, for me to be 24 years old and idolize Rod Woodson his entire career and then get a chance to play with him and watch his work ethic yeah, and not only watch it, sit there and look at him challenge me and he'd look at me and say, come on, Shill, we got 12 110s. I'm like, 12 110s, what, after practice? <laughs> I mean, I, I I got Eddie George's wing. And you got to you got to cover Derek Mason. Which one you want to be ready for? You know? <laughs> but but probably uh probably in the game and Rod Wilson was a was a freakish athlete.
1: But I think what's so amazing is so I mean and obviously there are <laughs> just every athlete out there played against you. You're that person for so many people. So to hear your list, to hear these people, I think that's this just, just straight fun. Like this is so much fun for me to hear that. Because- but but what I'm but i'm gonna tell you this though i'm gonna tell you this and, and i'm gonna give credit to a lot of other people
2: seriously because i don't i don't necessarily not i'm not gonna be crazy but i won't i won't necessarily say that my gift was athleticism my gift was just the strengths that i had i took them to another level yeah because because i was never like i said you know me i was never the fastest you know yeah, you always others. say that. You always say I was never the yeah, fastest. I was. I was never the biggest. Never, never, doc, but boy, I can tell you one thing: it was a couple of things, my, 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 that <laughs> you was not going to be able to deal with with that sugar ray. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it. I mean, I know. Like, a, no one would ever deal with your work ethic, which is something that is, and a, and a, and the reason for me why that is the most meaningful. Is that's something that every person out there, every listener we have out there can actually do. When they took when you what you led yeah. by was example of yeah. saying, Look, I'm telling you no matter what you're doing and no matter what field you're in, no matter what profession you're in, if you work hard enough, if you work or harder hard than the rest enough, of
2: the folks. Yes. Or harder than everybody everything. else. I'm tell I tell my sons this all the time. Man, find a man on this earth that'll outwork me. You may outrun me. You may outrun me. You may outjump me. But I'm talking about in the framework of outworking me. That's why you don't have to be the the, the most gifted or the or the or the, or, the, or, the, or have the most talent. I'm I was not around in Baltimore for 17 years because I was the most talented player. I was around because every year the question was from 1996 to 2012 is there any harder worker than 52? Yeah. Can anybody outwork 52? And that's what from high school, from little league, when everybody else wanted to do everything else, I'm on push ups and sit ups. I'm on everything else that made me say, you know what? I may not outrun you that first eight, but that nine and 10, when we get in that fourth quarter and it's really going to count, when I get, when I catch hold
1: of you, your parents ain't gonna like me. <laughs> this is what this, but this is, I think to me, this is what makes for me, you being the most inspiring person in the world because it was about something that every human being has inside of them. It's whether or not they choose to tap into it or not because we all have the ability to give more than we even think we can give we all have the ability to work hard and to me that's what's so inspiring that's the most human aspect like there are things you do that are unreal like physically you watch you you watch you work out you watch what you can do and everybody sits back and says that's unreal well I can't do that because he's Ray Lewis but I think the part that you give everyone is if you work hard enough you can get it that's why like to me like hanging up in my office is that sign. I have Kaya say this all the time that you're saying when you said, but effort, nobody can judge that effort is between you and you. And when you actually put in that hard work and you give that effort, absolutely anything is possible. Now, let me tell
2: you something. Not only is anything possible, but let me tell you what you open up when it's built off complete effort opportunities will find you. People will recognize you. You will stick out like a sore thumb, not because you're the fastest, not because you're the biggest, not because you're the smartest, but because you go back to what we talk about, because you're consistent. Mm. That's one thing about an old school car, Doc, with them deuces on the side of it. You get an old school car with them deuces on them white walls on the side of it. And you may get all these fancy cars but it's going to be so consistent you're going to drive it every time before you pull anything else out the garage (laughs) (laughs) because of consistency i always wanted to be a person i showed my kids one thing i want to show my kids if you want to do anything in life i'm not going to tell you it's easy what i am going to tell you is you got to work your butt off and and nobody ain't gonna reward you for what you ever can be paid for. I used to say this all the time, Doc. Nobody, no matter what owner, no matter what team, they can never pay me for what my real worth is, mm. cause they ain't no ain't, ain't no dollar amount on my worth.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's why I think people, you know, today's today's message. I know we're getting ready to wrap, but today's message, man, I, I, we ended this is about, you know, I, I I wasn't that, but now that I look at people and and listen to people how they speak about me and and saw what I did. And when I realized what my formula was, my formula, everybody has an equal opportunity with my formula. Yes, And that is, if you want to do anything in life, go do it. And don't listen to the naysayers. And don't listen to the haters. And don't listen to the people talking about, oh, he too small. He could never play in the National Football League. Oh, he'll never make it. Uh, Be careful, because uh, possibly August something magical can happen. I don't know. I'm going to let God do it. I'm going to let God do it. But I'm just telling you, when you run your race, man, you control your own destiny. So if you don't do nothing else, take those five things. That's your duty. You got a duty. And my duty is to God. My duty is to my family. My duty is to my leadership. My duty is to my body. And most importantly, my duty is to always carry out the will of God. Mm. Those are my duties. And those things, I never stop. And one of the things I never stopped because I know I got God in me. I still say to this day, there's just not a man that will just flat out outwork me. Yeah. I may I may pass out. I may give, but I'm, I promise you, I'm gonna give everything I got.
1: Yeah. But I, but Ray, the reason it, it just resonates with me so much, and I get so excited for everyone listening, because for me, in in a total different world, in a total different career. I did that. Like, I read, I said, I'm going to read more than anybody's going to read. I will, I I will outwork people. I love, I mean, to me, that's what's so inspiring. Like, just talking about you the other day, even with Kaya, we were driving to school and I was, I said to her, if there's one thing I could reach in your heart and have you feel there's one thing I want to give you more than anything else, it's work ethic. Because if you work hard, nothing, nothing will stop you from getting anything you want. And I really believe that. Like, if you work hard enough and, and that's, and you're a living, embodiment of work ethic so yeah i'm excited listen if we're working on your brain that roberto app that's huge that's going to help you work on your brain whatever you're doing work 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 because it's possible with work ethic i love this This was a lot of fun for me to hear the athletes that you talked about ray to me you're the ultimate inspiration though because your formula is an equal opportunity formula for everyone out there to work hard. So man, I love this. This is a good show. I, I really, really enjoyed this. So thank you.
2: Man, thank you, Doc. I love you to death, brother. everybody out there, we love you guys. Thank you for chiming in. Um and Doc, it's always good to hear your voice. Some good changes coming for us. And uh let's keep riding this wave man. Let's keep inspiring people. I love you, bro.
1: Love you too, brother. All right, all right man, man, listen, hey, to all you listeners out there, thank you so much for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. If you want more Tackling Life content, go to tacklinglifepodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get to all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-444 three two listen what Ray said was the ultimate in inspiration the ultimate in equal opportunity inspiration which is if you work hard enough you will get anything but you've got to work hard for it so please do hey if you like this episode please share it with a friend until next time for the legend Ray Lewis I'm Dr. Christian Conte he's up doc (laughs) yes